0: I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you.
1: It's every Red Raiders' favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. How you going? Happy Friday. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We will have coverage of the Pac-12 championship game coming up at that time here on Double T uh, 97.3. There must be some kind of oversight or or typo on the big board because I don't see coverage of the Conference USA Championship game up there.
0: We actually only had that and I personally just to make you angry, you know, had I had one wish granted to me at the station and I said do not put that game on. I should have asked for more stations. wishes.
2: Uh we'll have coverage of the Lady Raiders uh as they take on Houston Christian on both 107.7 seven seven yes FM and one hundred point seven the score. That coverage starts at five thirty. Tip off at six. But uh, yeah, two conference championship games tonight.
1: Woot 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 woot!
2: And uh, yeah, that Pac one has some. Uh,
3: <laughs> that Pac twelve one has some. Uh, Do you have a some name juice? for that, Gus? That little. That little. Like is that like? A,
2: you know, like a very excited owl. <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: it's you just know, a, from uh, like.
2: From Barcelona, it might mean it might be like
3: 1998. You've got mail or something like that too.
0: I thought that was like your war horn, like guess
3: riding on <laughs> yeah, like, the face. I think, uh yeah, well, we've got like this this Pac-12 game tonight. will have uh, it, playoff implications. Sure, you know it's it's been sort of a punchline even when it's been a good game. It's been sort of a punchline because the you know the, they they somebody tweets a picture of the stands with 18,000 people in it so it, it I don't know if it'll be well attended or not couldn't even tell you where it's being played to be honest with you is it in Vegas
2: it is in Vegas okay. yeah Allegiant so, Stadium yeah um
3: uh, but you know prime
2: time game I mean if Washington wins they're in Don't you kind of feel like it's a win and you're in for either team maybe I mean Oregon is number 5 in the rankings um, their only loss is to Washington, so it's not yeah that's true a terrible loss. And if they win this game, then they'll have a win over you know at this point the third ranked team in the
3: country. And if you're Washington, you're going wait we split with that team. How do you, how do you pick one or the other? That's, well, you yeah. lost the most recent version of it, and it's very like true. Reminder number sixty seven that, that we are just primed and ready for this twelve team tournament, this
2: twelve team playoff. Um, you know, and, and looking at. Um, looking at Washington, right? I mean, they they have already had a win over Oregon, right? Currently ranked five in the playoff rankings. Um, they have a win early on against Arizona that we probably didn't appreciate enough at the time. is yeah. ranked 15th mm-hmm. in the latest college football playoff rankings. Um, now, obviously, the USC and uh, Utah wins don't mean as much. Uh, but Oregon State is still a, a bit of a quality win there, although that's on both teams' schedules, obviously. So maybe that's the difference. Well, well I think – I bet you there's some uh,
3: recency bias going into this, this meeting on Saturday night or Sunday for that committee. Like, I wouldn't – you know, I, I just wouldn't want to play well tomorrow. Florida State – facing the possibility, officially their backup quarterback, their number two QB, is a game-time decision tomorrow. Uh, and, and uh, you know, so they could be playing with their Jake Strong, their number three. And, uh, you know, e- e- even if they eke out a win there, is the committee going to go, hey, yeah, but uh, we're trying to pick the best four teams, not the most deserving four teams. What, what does that do to them? Uh, but I think you know it's hard to imagine this this field of four without that Florida State team being a noteworthy consideration,
2: especially if they win. I wonder too, how much the 12 team playoff starting next year factors into this, right? Because if you're in that room, obviously for the most part you're hoping for chalk this week and just to mm-hmm. kind of take all the pressure off to where it's just kind of a layup but i wonder how much interest there is even if it's unspoken of let's not make some kind of big controversial you know bunch of waves here and and just kind of go with the most defensible even if it doesn't necessarily mean the four best teams so for example if florida state Eeks out a win over Louisville. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look very impressive, but still finishes off the undefeated season. Um, hey, you're in. Like you, you, would have been in next year as an automatic right team. Um, you, you went thirteen zero. Here's a spot. It's... On the other hand, right? Maybe there's less pressure to um, to, to to worry about or less concern about well, we don't want to set any precedents because it's all over after this year. Yeah, true. Right? Maybe they just kind of YOLO it and go, well, hey, this is the four best teams, and, and sorry yeah. don't like it, and next year there will be some automatic qualifiers.
3: This, this won't happen again. Yeah. Tough deal. I, I uh, Because, you know, I, I would venture to say a team that could pull off a win, and I'm playing off the hypothetical here, but if a team's good enough to win their conference with their number three quarterback on the field, like that's a pretty dang good club. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it really will be fascinating to, to watch these next 24, what not quite 36 hours of, uh, football play out. And then
2: especially the conference USA championship game.
3: <laughs> well, I am legit excited for the, uh, for I I probably would say I'm more excited about that game than I maybe ever have been, because I think the New Mexico State story is cool. There there is it's a Lubbock, really cool yeah. There's a Lubbock kid a, actually a Texas Tech connection to that. The Jerry Kill story is very cool. Um, yeah, and and we might you know one at least one of the bowl projections had us playing one of the teams in this uh, thing. So
2: yeah, because I mean New Mexico State is one of the most under-resourced um you know historically unsuccessful programs out there and if if they win tonight that's 11 wins that's awesome arguably the best season in their program's history at least in the modern era modern era sure um you know that's that's what everybody plays for man hope like if if new mexico state can do it utep can do it you bet
3: you know new mexico which is out because right, coach down right down right the road. road yeah
2: more tech talk next <laughs>
1: podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron, we're with you today from the first United Bank studio. Here until 6, we'll have coverage of the Pac-12 title game the last ever Pac-12 championship game tonight Uh, that coverage starts at 6 here on Double T 97.3 kickoff at 7 from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas Nevada, Uh, Lady Raider coverage beginning at 5.30, tip off at 6 Tech versus Houston Christian Uh, that coverage on both 100.7 the score and 107.7 yes FM a couple of different Bits of news developments today. I don't know that anything is huge or even, I don't know that most of it is that shocking, but, uh, uh, John Bradley has entered the transfer portal or at least announced his intentions to enter the transfer portal. Um, so that widely expected development has, uh, has taken place. Anybody surprised? Anybody sad? No, well, I mean, um, uh, the best version of
3: him, uh, would, you know, would love to have the best version of him here. Um, but, you know, if if he's been eyeing the field anyway, and I mean, it's it's hard, it's really hard to look at that receiver room and pine over someone leaving which is not to say I want the whole thing to get gutted but uh I mean that that room has underperformed as much as as any yeah may, may, and when I say room I mean a, a the the group uh you know how much of that's quarterback I don't know I mean who who knows don't care but yeah it's... it, it, it it's, you know, maybe it affects you a little bit in the bowl game. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I mean, it'll be fascinating to see if 19 days off or whatever, I guess on the on the shortest end of it, uh, about a three-week time off for Morton's shoulder, mm-hmm. how much that would matter. Um, but if, if he's healthy and slinging it and they go out and have an offensive performance, it's going to be a a bit of an indictment, or not really an indictment, but a positive thing going forward for next year to go, yeah, we're, we're going to be fine without those guys. But, you know, what, what, at what point are we looking at some league average league average receivers and saying, okay, I mean, hopefully we're bringing in better than league average. And, and I know we feel that way about Micah Hudson, but hopefully there are other league average replacements in that room or he- headed our way.
0: I wouldn't say that I'm upset or not like angry or whatever you want to call it, that he's going into the portal. I'd say more disappointed, though, that it didn't work out. And we, we didn't ever get, like with what Gus is saying, we didn't get the Jaron Bradley. that was getting the preseason hype and the Jaron Bradley you saw towards the end of last year. So am more not disappointed that he's leaving, but I'm definitely disappointed that it didn't work out. It felt like you never got everything out of him for whatever reason that it felt like you could have.
2: I'm curious what y'all's reaction is to this, uh, tidbit that came out today from, uh, Ben Golan of red Raidersports.com. He's one of the, um, I'd say one of the best tech reporters, um, in this space, certainly from a recruiting standpoint and personnel Good. standpoint. So I don't, I, you know, this is not just some like random anonymous Twitter account um, or someone that just throws stuff to the wall. Um, he shared today after Bradley had announced his intentions of entering the portal that uh, Bradley actually entered the portal in the spring too. Obviously he didn't go anywhere. Um, I don't, I don't know what all happened in order to, you know, get him back in the fold and happy and we can, we can speculate Um I'm guessing it wasn't just like a, hey, here's a corner locker, you <laughs> with know, a, with a view, <laughs> but.
0: It certainly doesn't brighten my outlook knowing that.
2: Like, does that, because think about, think about his season, right? All, all of our expectations for him, Priest is in all Big 12, et cetera. And, and, and look at that through the prism of, well, he wanted to leave. Right. In April or whatever it was, May.
3: You know, it's been a long, a long time ago on a way different scale, but there were times when I was coaching high school, summer baseball, high you know, high school age kids that th- there was just s- something in the wind with the kid. Like, uh, this just isn't working out for him. He, he didn't want to be here anymore. He didn't want to put it, you know, whatever. And, or, or if, he, he would get to the game and maybe be so adversely affected by something that really wasn't there in a way that you're going that, that our thought was always, what's he hearing in the car on the way home? Of course I was dealing with kids that may very well still have been riding home literally with mm-hmm. mom in the car, but it, you know, for Bradley, when you think about what, what we're, we're talking about that a guy that was in the portal, got out, you know, somehow appeased a little bit, maybe it wasn't fully appeased or maybe he had second thoughts or whatever. And then you match that with the performance this year. It's go, yeah, it's hard to, hard to, uh, look at the performance in hindsight and go, yeah, okay. I could see where, you know, he had some other stuff going on in his head.
2: Uh, this on the Yates flooring center chat line, um, Somebody says uh Bradley, softest player in the room. Um, someone else asks, uh, can Kitley enter the transfer portal, Rolling Eyes Emoji? No, it's only for players. Um, somebody else says, So if they enter the portal, they stop practicing and playing now. Uh yes, essentially, effectively. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know specifically if there's like a, a, a rule that says that you must sever all ties. Um, but the 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 reality is that once you announce that you're leaving, you're you're done. You know, like they might let you use the weight room still, you know, but in terms of part of the team and part of the program. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Done.
3: Part of the team side of it, probably still some academic services available or whatever as they prep for finals or something. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I mean, it, yeah, the, there, there could possibly be some exceptions, but if you feel like a dude's not wanting to be a part of this anymore, then do you want that in the room? Like, wouldn't that, wouldn't that just be the possibility of the cancer of the century being in the room?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, somebody says this maybe Bradley didn't want Morton either. Well, I mean, did he want Jake Strong? It, like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's not like there was just like a, a whole box store full of options. Uh, this from. Bobby hot dogs. Um, Aaron, did you see that Clint posted his most played Spotify tracks? I was expecting ICP to be in the top spot, but I'm really not surprised. <laughs> and, uh, your top song was, uh, ass man by Billy Gunn. I don't, is that really true? No,
0: oh. no, but I appreciate the joke. <laughs> so I was more of a road dog fan between the pair, but I don't, let me,
2: I can look at mine, I guess. <clears throat> At some point. I don't use the
3: Spotify, I guess. I don't know. I need to take advantage of that, I suppose. I've got it, but I don't never really I guess I need to cultivate what do you call it? What do you call it? Curate. I sort of say cultivate a list. Curate a list. Is that what I need to do?
2: Yeah, let's get started.
3: Okay. You guys know, do that? I mean we can do like we spend two and a half hours working on a playlist. <laughs> Might be better than another question. The Tech Talk mixtape, 2023. Might be better than another question about our offense. Hey, Morning (laughs) Drive, I made you a mixtape. We got to come up with something else to talk about. More Tech Talk next.
1: the podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and DoubleT97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We will have the Pac-12 title game coming up at that time, kickoff at 7 uh, from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, Washington, and Oregon. winner likely will go to the college football playoff. Uh, Lady Ritter basketball coverage will start at 530 on 100.7 The Score and 1077 Yes FM. Uh, tech tanking on uh, Houston Christian tonight. Uh, Tip-off, rather, at 6 from the USA. <clears throat> um, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line from Duffin Houston. Hearing that Bradley Spring Portal news make me wonder why we didn't give uh, Coy Aiken more of a shot. He actually played like he wants to be here. Well, I think he was injured. He was hurt. Yeah, he yeah, missed camp. Season. Yeah,
3: missed mm-hmm. camp and missed uh, missed uh, the early first yeah. couple games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and really this th- this isn't an Aiken or this wasn't an Aiken versus Bradley conversation. This was an Aiken versus the spongy sparkman side of the field if i remember correctly when when aiken got in those two was at their expense shrunk yeah Yeah. exactly
2: somebody has this uh what is going on with volleyball seven players in the portal
3: yeah not not a good look yeah i would i mean be lying if i could tell you all the inside heat on that (laughs) but i mean we've we've seen the the portal activity uh just the tweets and the coverage of that over the last little bit and uh, yeah not a ton of success with that program really since what a couple years ago when they went to NCA tournament mm-hmm. a bunch of uh, assistants let go apparently early this past summer and uh, which is awful late I would think and uh, you know I, we've talked about this sometimes you you find out what you've got in terms of assistance if they all end up at you know podunk junior college or whatever mm-hmm. apparently a couple of these went to some fairly fairly prominent Power Five destinations, is my understanding, uh, and so then then you do kind of worry about that uh, if the f- whole staff spins off to group of five schools or junior colleges or whatever, you might go, well, oh, what do we lose there? But apparently we lost uh, some some heat and and uh, like some heat and some coaching talent, and maybe that is reflected in some of those kids that came here based on a relationship with one of these assistants that was let go. All of this speculation, of course, I I wouldn't know.
2: Yeah, I I don't know um, how many. I mean, bottom line is I don't know any kind of insight into the volleyball program. I think that, uh, excuse me, um, not a good look when you have seven players and probably more coming in the portal uh, after another poor season. Uh, I don't know if all of those were player initiated or if some of them were kind of processed. No clue. Um, but I, I would guess that, uh, um, you know, volleyball recruiting is, um, you know, one of those deals where if, if you sour some relationships with this club program or that club program or or this high school or that high school, then you're. You know, yeah, yeah pro- kind of hose problematic. Yeah, so it'll be curious to kind of see how how they they fix that roster. I, I mean, I'm not uh, I'm not bothered by it in a way that like I'm not worried about the ups and downs of that. Right, just being 100 percent real cars on the table, um, but you know, certainly willing to call a spade a spade there. Um, this in the Yates flooring center chat line from Lindale. Jeff, uh, if anyone can remember what the, I'm a man, I'm 40 speech was about. These are still very young men. Gundy was ranting at the media, criticizing a young man. I have no way of knowing what's going on in their lives, but if I would have had Bradley's talent, I would have tried to uh, find the best place to get me to the league. And if coach says, and it working, what else is he to do? I don't think that we should be slamming these kids again. That's from Lindell Jeff. Um, I have thoughts, Gus. Would you like to go first here? Uh, no, I'll, I'll let you have that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think now more than ever, the, the the they're just kids stuff doesn't doesn't really work considering they're they're more employees now than ever before, um, especially considering that you know. Mm-hmm. Odds are pretty good that if he entered the portal in the spring, as was reported today by Ben Golan of Red Raidersports.com, um, and then withdrew, there was probably some kind of I would bet I don't know this. this is an I think, not an I know, but I would I would sure think that there was some kind of added compensation to that too. Um, so yeah, I, I mean th- these aren't like student athletes that are just playing for the love of the game and, and maybe you know a scholarship. Um, and more. Yeah. And then additionally, we're, we're not sitting here saying, oh, he's a terrible person and he owes a lot of uh, you know o- overdue book fines at the library <laughs> and is a bad driver and has bad breath and is you know a cheat and a tax fr- like no, it was just the production wasn't there. It wasn't. like anybody with eyeballs and a box score can show you that. Um, and while quarterback injuries were a thing, and I think that we've we've done a very good job of, of acknowledging the, the possibility of, you know there's there's potentially some coaching stuff that goes into play here too. Um, it's not just on the player, but some of it is on the player, you know, like some of it is on Bradley for not catching those balls that were thrown to him and were that seemed to be pretty on target, sure. Um, so, some of it is on him for not living up to his potential. And, um, you know, b- being better than he was as a freshman. And I don't think that, you know, we should kind of pull any of those punches just because he happens to be 19 years old or 20 years old. Because if he wants to go play for an SEC team, right, or, or some other Power 5 team, they're going to expect him to produce, mm-hmm. right? It's not like, hey, so glad you're here. <laughs> just we, we just want you to get good grades, you know, and and find a, a degree plan that you're passionate about, and you know, if if football success comes with it, then great. But we just really value your no. It's about hey, catch some damn touchdowns, and if he wants to go to the league, you know, yeah. then and then it's even more about that. Mm-hmm. So we're not sitting here talking about middle school football. So I mean, I appreciate Lindell Jeff's text, and uh, I I value their uh, their frequent contributions to our. Yates flooring center chat line but I just don't think that I think we're way past the got to protect the young men because they're just playing for a scholarship aspect of the sport.
3: I uh, yeah, I don't have much to add but I agree with that my instincts and as a 56 year old are to think the same thing because these athletes you know as I, di- I did it I know what it's like to have a crappy year or whatever but also to think about it like well you know they're the age of my kids or actually just a my kids are a tick older than them but still to th- so my instincts are there to do that but to what you're saying I mean this, this thing's uh you know the, this thing this NIL and and transfer portals but especially NIL conversation can't be separated from it in a way that's like hey we're gonna pay you all this money and you know hopefully you can do something good for us every once in a while like now especially not for a starter who may be getting extra
2: magical nil money Ooh, magical nil yeah that sounds really fun like oh what's that in your ear Uh oh more tech talk next hey so glad you're here
1: The podcast that finishes your work day in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: I'm fine with that. I can, I can live with that. No issues. It's Tech Talk on Double T97.3 and DoubleT97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until six o'clock. We'd love to hear what you have to say. On the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double T973.com. Uh someone has this on the chat line. Hold on, hold on now. Wazoo and Oregon State made an alliance with the Mountain West, so we could see a Pac-2 slash Mountain West championship game next season. Um I don't I don't think they're gonna hold a Pac 2 title game.
0: Um <laughs> Well, no, they're just still going to call it Pac-12. That's why. You know, Washington State, Oregon State fans, get your tickets now.
2: This from our friend Val, who asks, uh, How about these questions? Has there ever been a study to see how four- and five-star recruits actually did in college? Also, the surprise Big 12 teams, Oklahoma State finished second, Iowa State finished fourth, West Virginia finished sixth. What were their preseason rankings? Um, in the preseason football poll, uh, let's see, Oklahoma state was seventh. Uh, Iowa state was 10th and West Virginia was 14th where, where the big 12 media really missed the mark, uh, was, I mean, Texas tech unfortunately tcu and baylor i think and then probably kansas too i think for the most part it was and then west virginia i think the rest was pretty pretty close Uh, in terms of a study i there maybe has been i don't know um i think that um the really all you need to know or uh, all the proof you need is to kind of look at the recruiting rankings over the last, I don't know, 10 years and kind of look at that and then look at college football playoff, right? And I think that for the most part, you know, the people that are playing in those playoff games are also landing and stacking, you know, top 15 recruiting classes on top of each other. TCU was a very clear exception no doubt. Last year. Very, yeah, Mm -hmm. very much so. Um, but you know, I think everyone else is pretty much right up there. Um, I, I think that there is a very, this is maybe a different conversation, but I don't think there's that much difference between say the, the 20th class and the 35th best class, right. On average. And I, and I don't think there's that much difference or at least um, it's harder to rank the 300th best best player versus the 600th. You know, well, yeah. Some diminishing returns for there. those yeah. for those type prospects. It's just is it's more about fit and intangibles than it is about okay. Well, this person runs the 40 and a tenth of a second faster. You know, and you you've quoted some data that had to do
3: with some some. Uh, NFL, like NFL success, number of three stars, something like, maybe like the NFL Pro Bowl team or an All-Pro team. And, you know, th- those things happen a lot. And, and I guess we could call them studies. And I'm sure it would make a pretty interesting, uh, you know, there's probably a thesis or a dissertation floating around out there with this sort of stuff, looking for, looking for correlations and, more importantly, causality, but uh, you, you know some things that can can maybe get to be predictive. Because here's the key: there's a buttload of money riding on it. I mean, if if this if these were all just throwaway players, or if if this was just throwaway stuff, uh not a lot riding on it. It you know okay, big deal. It's it it becomes sort of what kind of esoteric or whatever. You know, like who cares? But we're talking about no, no, no. These great players. A lot of money is spent on them getting them there. They then tend to succeed more than these average players over here, and that then allows us to sell more tickets and da da da. You know all all of the resulting things that we can get into. But it it's uh, I can't believe there aren't multiple stories uh, studies on that. Can't believe it. What, whether it's a writer being investigative or whether
2: it's something academic, and I think it's also important to note that, you know, the, the the at least from a rivals perspective, and I think this is pretty standard across, if you want to call it an industry or a space, <clears throat> the, the the star ratings I think are less about predicting college success and more about saying we think this person is a future NFL player. Right. right like that's and then like a, a you know a four stars um you know a fringe nfl player maybe you know a possible all conference caliber um but it's not it's not as much about hey this guy's going to be the leading passer or go undefeated or whatever um this on the chat line <clears throat> uh somebody says this it's time to stop treating Football players with kid gloves, they're just or they are paid athletes. That opens them up to criticism. Um, somebody says, Football is over. Let's talk baseball, laughing emoji. You have a Sonny Gray segment in the can, I'm sure. <laughs> we'll get to it. Yes. Uh, baseball. Rachel says this. I don't get why anyone is surprised by Bradley entering the portal. He dropped half the balls he was thrown and was not a difference maker on the field. Um this on the chat line. Uh, I love watching the media, I guess that's us, give preferential treatment. Some people shouldn't be touched. Some athletes are bigger than the sport that they play, so much so that we should all pull for the same team. Why be fans if we're not going to confront the dark side of sports or avoid uncomfortable topics? Because thou shalt not rock the boat is the first commandment of sports fandom. Uh, I'm happy to rock the boat. I mean, what... I'm I'm curious what you're getting at. What yeah. what is your issue? What elicited that comment? Um, this person says Florida State would not be Georgia, Bama, Texas, Oregon, Ohio State, or Washington. So the committee should keep them out if they're picking the best four teams, and and that's the aim is to pick the best four. That's what they say is yeah, the I game. know, yeah. That because if it's the four most deserving, then it's a no brainer. Assuming they win tomorrow. This particular committee is one of the worst. They have no backbone and so far have done the bare minimum to not rock the boat. So I wouldn't be surprised if a 13 or no Florida state gets in. Um, I don't know that. Uh, yeah. I'm
3: not necessarily comfortable with the way that's worded. Uh, as if it might take some serious nads for them to put the 13 and O team that just won the, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's a two two sides to that argument. But I mean, as as good as as good as Bama's played recently, with Milro finally playing well, like a QB rating in the nineties over the last four games.
2: You know that that's a that one that one would be the one that's sort of ballsy, I would think. I mean, if if you're doing playoffs based on best teams, the Rangers would not have been one of the four teams or, selected for the, the Phillies League. last yeah. year. Yeah. More Tech Talk next.
1: The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. With Gus and Clint, I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 love to hear your thoughts and comments from the exploring center chat line at double t973.com our friend o jefe says hey gus and ad i'm glad
0: you're here no oh, well, thank you well, thank yeah. you good to be here yeah are you also here to uh, catch some touchdowns
2: no I'm, I'm just here to hopefully get good grades um i'm uh, hopefully expectations for me are very very low
3: Hey Dickens, you're
2: a pylon. Yeah, I mean basically, can I stand still? That's that's about the bar for me. But that would be
0: great on like the trick play, you know, where the slot receiver pretends to be dead. It's like and it doesn't really do anything. Can I go out on that play? Or it's
3: the big big people little world or the little people big world thing. Like Dickens, you could just be the guy that stands there and lets the whole play unfold around him, and then.
2: All right, Dickens. All right, so go. ahead. I for want you to run yards. back, run back to the 15 yard line, and just. Do a plank. Sit down. Remember Wait. that planking? Just do planking. Go be a pilot. Would you be
0: like, do I have to run to the 15 to do it? Can I just, do it where just I start? Just there.
2: <laughs> here, here. We'll put a cart on the sideline. Cart. You can drive yourself a la Marshawn Lynch.
0: <laughs> I can just imagine the opposing sideline freaking out like, who is this guy? We don't have any scouting report on him. Security. <laughs> he, don't worry. He runs a 9
2: He runs a yes-40. <laughs> Uh this on the eighth flooring center chat line. Uh Texas AM has been a long term case study on multi star recruiting. True. That's from LH. Um I don't know that you run around recruiting
3: like if, if if you tried to mate build your program around recruiting the next Wes Welker or maybe even the next Zach Thomas in in terms of a profile. Like, let's go find all these undersized, mm-hmm. step slow, gutsy guys. You, you know, you you get your your Zach and your Welker that are, you know, program icons, and and then you lose a lot of games yeah. <laughs> with all the other dudes that are like, you're out there going, man, we're not very athletic, are we? Or, I actually, those two, you wouldn't say they're not athletic, but you get what I'm saying, like. No, you, you know, go go get the bigger, faster, stronger
2: deal. I'll go. sign a class full of five stars. You go sign yeah. a class full of three stars, and we'll compare right. notes. Let's play. Let's play each other often. Uh, somebody has this. Would Butler be in the middle of the pack in the Big Twelve? Uh, as a
3: receiver, his performance this I year. I
2: mean, like Butler basketball.
3: Oh, oh, oh! oh. I was thinking Jaron Butler. <laughs> um. Not, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's hard to say, obviously we played them at their place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it was a, that was a fun, fun matchup and, uh, uh, disappointing result, um, uh, to have shot the ball as well as we did. Um, but you know, in the end you gave up a hundred points. I don't care if there wasn't overtime in there and, uh, that's, I mean, it, it, as and it was one of the first things out of Coach McCaslin's mouth, I think, post-game, um, dealing with just the, the caliber. Like, if, if we're going to play at this level of defense in the Big 12, it's not going to go
2: well. This on the chat line. Um, the person who had the, I guess, the media criticism Follows up. Uh, media comment was not directed to you. It's directed at the media at the whole. The LeBron betting on NBA game story has been out for 24 hours, and it's barely getting a mention by the gatekeepers. If this was about anybody but LeBron, talking heads would have dropped a 1,000 Pete Rose comparisons already. Um, like, I think that's a misread, honestly, um, because if you look at the talking head shows, right, not the sports centers, but like First Take or First Things First on on Fox Sports or mm. any of the shows like that. Um, th- they play the hits more than anybody else. Oh yeah, right. Like we, we talked about this um in you know earlier in, in November after the Rangers won, how like how so little airtime was was dedicated. To the Rangers winning the World Series on those shows because that didn't generate as much, um, you know, eyeballs, engagement, clicks, uh, comments, all those things as some other debate about the Cowboys or some you know recycled narrative about Russell Westbrook or LeBron James or you know mm-hmm. stuff like Tom Brady. Stuff Why like that.
0: can't the Dodgers get over the hump?
2: Yeah. So I, I think that uh, yeah, I mean, if there if there is or um, was legs to LeBron betting on sports, I think that they would be all in on that um, as much as sports media has been on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift,
1: <laughs>
2: because LeBron James is one of the few athletes uh, that exist in the sports space today, at least in America. Um, who almost everyone has an opinion on, mm-hmm. right? He's not milk toast. He's not a forty degree day, as they <laughs> described it in the wire. Like people either like him or they hate him,
3: and he he spans from coast to coast, and really international, but but certainly coast to coast for the 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 target audience of that that show, and it, it's also why the. Yankees are going to get talked about more than the Minnesota Twins and it's why the Cowboys are going to get talked about more than the uh you know another market the Atlanta Falcons or whatever. I mean it's just it's just how it is. Um that that one is an engagement thing through and through. That, that those shows like that are an engagement thing through and through. Play the hits is a, is a great way to say it.
2: Like we uh we are very, very rarely um given any kind of guidance or direction or instruction on what to talk about on this show. Um you know, it, especially when it comes to sports. But if Gus and I sat here over the last two months and spent more time talking about English Premier League soccer or esports versus Texas Tech football. Right, we probably would have some emails from from people in the building, right? Who's who's uh, um, you know opinion matters a lot more than ours. Yeah, I mean, I I joked about. Uh...
3: I joked about uh, the, the Cardinals pitching acquisition the other day. and I mean, like, we didn't even make it out of the first segment. Really? We're talking baseball? Like, it was a joke, man. It was like 45
2: seconds of uh, comedy there. Hang on. And I think, too, <laughs> there hasn't been any reporting that I've seen that links LeBron to actually betting. Yeah, and I don't think that Maverick joke, Carter did anything illegal there either.
1: This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of double T 97 three podcasts at double T 97